Hey everybody, it's Drew here to introduce another episode of Cosmic Crit. And boy, wouldn't you know it, we are nearing the end of this season. I cannot believe that we are ending season three of this show. And as as some of my other cohorts have done in the last few weeks, time to, to kind of take a look back at our season three characters and sort of talk about them as 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 people and 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 what sort of stuff is going on with them and first off i have to say i love echo seven echo seven as a character is just one of my favorites just because he's he's such a a big dumb animal that i just i love uh how he operates you know it's always shoot gun destroy bad guys and I, but I have to say that there was a lot of stuff that I had planned for Echo that didn't necessarily pan out. And I'm going to be honest, because I know someone out there is extremely mad at me that I didn't do enough quotes. I had this whole plan of Echo 7 having a different collection of movie quotes or TV quotes or other quotes throughout the entire series or entire season. And... It just didn't happen that way uh, because things more important things popped up and half the time I felt like I was just going to be interrupting a scene of dire importance to drop a, 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 a know what I mean, Vern or uh, or something like that. So, you know, it, that that's that's really where that's coming from. It just didn't as the series went on and on as the season went on, it just felt <sighs> I don't know, out of sorts. Um, it didn't feel like it was appropriate for, for what was going on. Doesn't mean that I didn't still plan on it and doesn't mean that I was not about to drop my pitch perfect Arnold Schwarzenegger impression every time I get it. Do not listen to the naysayers. It is excellent. It is beautiful. And I will always do it. So jokes on them. Uh, but I cannot wait to see the end of this season, and I cannot wait for the return of our season one characters in season four. But in the meantime, we do have a season to continue here. So here we go. It's episode 195. Dang it, Bobby. It's Sting Sting of the the Hill. Episode commencing in three, two, one. Episode initiated. It's time to enforce the coalition of organized governments by picking up your Lancer rifles and taking on the locust horde swarm in this week's installment of Cosmic Gears of Crit. This is your GM Patrick here, your uh, grenadier minion blasting you into smithereens from cover as I welcome my four players to take on impossible odds. Um, These are my friends and your fellow members of Delta Squad uh, to my right. She's picking off the competition with a long shot rifle. It's Rebecca rolling with Zinnia. Hello. Across from her, whether lopping bolo grenades or firing the Troika, this weapon of war is always ready. It's Drew delivering Echo 7. Fight my shiny metal dom. To my right, this locust-like berserker is ready to charge across no man's land. It's Tyler dredging up to Basho. This game series has the best reloading mechanic of any game series mm. to the day. 
at me. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Across from him, he's wielding a bayonet-styled magical chainsaw, and they know how to use it. It's Jabert playing as trust. Yay! And across the digital table, this snub pistol wielding maniac has a hundred kills and is looking to make it one on one. It's Miles mixing up with Sprouts. Good evening, Tyler. I, I gotta say, I think time crisis just uh, shooting off the screen or those kind of <laughs> arcade oh, games. Yeah. <laughs> that, I gotta say, those, those are better time crisis, better time crisis. mechanics for reloading. So much fun. <laughs> you just shoot so someone bizarre. behind the arcade machine like, Pow! I think I think that would be definitely my, my second favorite, but I mean, there was something I, I think special to Gears of War when you were in, when, when you were in the zone, when you were using the gun you liked and you knew when you had to you knew when you had to hit reload that second time and you would get that damage, that like damage clip. And then you would move from cover, cover, you would mow things down, reload, get the damage boost. Mm. Like the, the, the flow of that game. And I only played one through three. So I, I don't know about the fourth one. There's, uh, four. But, hmm? There's four of them. That's a lot. There might be five. Is, is There's it five of them. Five. Yeah. 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 There might be five. Um, I just, they're great. They're great. I have nothing. Carmichael was uh, a very fun reoccurring joke. And uh, I, yeah, that's one of the, that's one of the few game series where I just really don't have much criticism. They just, it, uh, it advertises a certain experience. And I think you pretty much get that in spades. So yeah, they're they're not uh, uh, selling Shakespeare to you with some of the advertisements. Um, Right. Um, so we are nearing the end of this campaign season three here. And obviously you guys have some fights left in you, some combats to go. Uh, I, I, my question before we started here, I was going to ask you guys, if any of you are surprised that your characters have made it this far alive, um, it's anyone in particular did did you see your character going down at some point? <laughs> I mean, I, I will speak for for Echo. Echo thought Devasho was going to die multiple times. <laughs> you know, I yeah. I thought maybe in book one during the the bridge section I was going to get someone and maybe Devasho because you had taken a lot of Devasho. RP yeah. at that point. But yeah, I didn't think I would get as close as we were in the last couple of weeks to going to Vosho at level 12, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I nice mean, little book into the, to the campaign is trying to almost kill you in your toys. It was, that was close. And I will say, uh, if we did not have a mystic in the party, I mean, there's just no way. There's no way Devasha would have survived. Mm-hmm. Trust is the only thing that keeps him glued together on a daily basis. Uh, you know, it's just... Punishing, you, you know, and especially Devasho was, I mean, because, uh, you know, Solarian's key ability modifier is charisma, if I'm remembering correctly. And he just, he just has never up until right now, uh, hasn't had just like a massive charisma score. So he's had, you know, uh, I want to say like a three less RP than say a Dross did. Right. Right. At, at the equivalent level. Cause you know, his was based off strength or whatever, or, Right, strength or con. So he just had t- 
tons of RP and tons of SP, and and Devasha just doesn't have that. And uh, well, you still have a lot of SP. <laughs> I have a lot of SP, but not Adros levels of SP. Mm-hmm. There are, and and Adros had damage reduction, so you know there was just in terms of similar character or at least similar ishly built characters. You know, I think of the amount of punishment that a dross could take. And that's kind of why we didn't really, we didn't need necessarily a mystic back in season one, which blows my mind after now having a mystic. How could you not have one? Uh, but <laughs> well, we're going to get back to it that, pretty soon. That, you know, level 12, a dross had a dross's SP was well over 200. His hit points was nigh close to that with, you know, like 14 resolve. It was just very, very, very hard. And he could heal himself. It was just very hard to to take down the big guy yeah um what about uh our operatives um uh zinnia and and sprouts Did, i mean you guys have gone down at various points but i don't think it was ever sprouts you know, has it yeah well good point <laughs> sprouts has taken some damage and some crits but you're almost never the main target i would say right uh, every once in a while you guys will will get a crit in and then everyone everyone turns to you like oh they gotta go well i gotta say especially being able to fly i've found that i can usually <laughs> get out of tight spots pretty easily unless we're indoors in which case it's a little more difficult like when we were in that house i was like oh let's go i don't differently. like this place <laughs> meet me outside Need space yeah cash me outside how about that how about that? I'm saying right, that's right. I've I've uh, had a lot of fun playing the operative. I I I'm I'm glad we're playing some some getting to play higher levels at, or at least higher than season two because I think some of the support stuff that comes in in the higher levels is a lot more fun to play with. Mm. And I mean it's it's un I don't know how unusual it is because I haven't you know play with a lot of or any other groups but it it seems like it's unusual to have two operatives in the same group is that is that is that yeah i mean you can get different flavors of any classes but um it it is a popular one and and i i still as as popular as they are i don't think they're that overpowered you know um i don't think they're overpowered i just think they're i mean they're powered to what they're supposed to do Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think they're I think in a balanced party, yes. But I I mean back to Patrick's point, like if a bruiser gets in front of an operative, that operator that operative is going to have a bad day because they're just typically easier to hit, and you don't have a lot hanging on to you know in terms of hit points. So it only takes you know uh, a, a few smackaroos before an operative is, is having a, a, a really bad day. But when it depends, when they, ha- when they have somebody so many, to stand behind, you know, there's so many additional skills and feats and like, class things that you can do to make yourself, uh, I think, uh, interesting in combat, even compared to a bruiser. Like, right. I, I haven't had a chance to use some of the stuff I've, I've actually put into play. <laughs> um, but I mean, there are, there are, you know, defensive roles and, uh, all these other different things you can do to, you know, kind of counteract that if you get into a bad situation. Yeah. Yeah. Operatives are good at getting out of jams, especially, uh, especially, especially so fast when you, especially have when you're 16 inches tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're teeny. Um, well, let's see if your characters are able to survive until the end of this season. Uh, we're going to, we're getting back into the action 
uh, this week. But first, we got to recap last week's events with the help of Sprouts Marlow, who's going to tell us what happened uh, last time on Cosmic Rit. These electric bodies weren't much to take down, but they did give us a jolt. We still needed to navigate the dam systems after we dealt with the electricity and found out that we needed some elemental reinforcements. After Tress completed the ritual, the soldiers under uh, Lieutenant Cahor finished the job. We finally got to take a few days of R&R before the final push to Jerdo's Mountains. But it seems like Tress and Zinnia are feeling the effects of rad sickness after their tumble with the Plupex demon. Hope those kids pull through this. We're going to need all of us to be on our A-game to kill a swarm god. Uh, this week's episode starts off with Trest. You find yourself the feeling of falling down into a deep, dark chamber, tumbling along rocky walls and eventually ending up splashing into a black pool feel choking you the weight of the the stones and the water around you heavy on your chitinous thorax and as you pull yourself out of the water swim ashore and scrabble up some rocks to safety you get to look back at the the surface of the water behind you and see not your own face but that of your distant ancestor on Altranius who explored the waypoint for the, the Hylaxian uh, caverns beneath the, the city and looking up in the, the light that begins to fill this room you see a pattern emerging in a thick roof carpet of uh, bioluminescent algae. Uh, the symbol of a bug's head, that of Hylax's holy symbol uh, forming itself um, along the the plants up there. Um, and something inside you just knows that it would be your mission, your ancestors' mission, to keep this place safe for pilgrims, to find their own path, to find communion uh, here with the Forever Queen. It is, at first, perhaps a dark, scary dream, but coming out of it, waking up back in reality, back in at the, the top of the Jurdos um, foothills and feeling maybe the the negative effects of radiation sickness. Um, Trest and Zinnia, maybe a little lighter in complexion with some, you know, spots some splotches showing up on, on skin and in chitin. Um, Jabert and Rebecca, we talked about this a little bit last time, um, but remove radioactivity as a spell is on your list uh trust right but you don't currently, currently know it yeah right i but, picked up i picked up remove affliction instead of that so okay um uh did you guys because uh you can uh over this last week you've had some chance to resupply and you can get level four spell gems because they're under level 14 um did either of you guys want to spend some credits on that or, or wait it out? Um, I mean, it still takes a uh, caster level check to yeah. You have, not, you have to pass a caster level check and like not guaranteed. It's like it's yeah, it's about a fifty percent chance. So like, I'd have to get um, probably a few spell gems <laughs> to to be confident um but we talked last time about possibly just treating the symptoms essentially and let yeah. us stay sick at least for now 
Yeah, cool. I've got I've got a lesser restoration and lesser remove condition, which should be able to handle the sickened and um, beat and uh, yeah, fatigued symptoms. And so, if it uh, if it gets any worse, we're in real trouble. But I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, it's I mean, I mean, it's that or sink or sink, you know, ten thousand credits. And I don't know about you guys, but I have never had a Mark Three. Uh, personal upgrade before, and I'm buying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got some of those in season one, but not a ton. Um, yeah, I so you got one, and Tyler, I believe, DeVosho got a, a big upgrade. Um, what about everyone else? What do you guys, what do you, what else did you guys buy? I did not get an upgrade, but I did mm-hmm. get some uh cool other things, I got some new armor. Um, and the thing that I'm most excited about is the emotion enhancement, which is a an augment, which allows me to um, essentially uh, Zinnia has undergone brain surgery to suppress her emotions, uh, to give her a plus four against fear effects, fear and emotion effects. So Zinnia had emotions. I, uh, yeah, you could have fooled me, but <laughs> now she's twice. gotten rid of all of them, uh-huh. all of the little tiny emotions she had. Um. That's awesome. Yeah, you, you've recently got a, a parallax laser pistol, so probably didn't need any new weapons. Yep. <laughs> uh, unless you wanted a second gun. Uh, Miles, what, what did you buy? I bought myself a, a shiny new gun myself. Mm. Um, I just said that myself twice, but I, I bought a... Uh, Allow myself to introduce <laughs> myself. myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> an HFD Sonic Pistol. Okay, yeah. So that's there's not too many upgrades um, around around this level, unless you also wanted a parallax pistol. But uh, that's that's one of them potentially. Well, and I also have to be careful with with certain things because uh, little sprouts can't carry much. Uh, yes, good point. Um, excellent. And and um, you know somebody her- pointed this out to me uh, mm-hmm. the other. Uh, the other day and I just thought about it um, the difference so when you're upgrading to the next level of personal upgrade uh, you just pay the difference between the two so I am actually left with a little bit of cash I think I, oh. am. I try to get one spell gem <laughs> yeah if you're upgrading your four or your level mark two to mark yeah, three to mark two to mark you just three, pay yeah. the difference but if you're, you know, getting it for a different ability score, like brand new one, you would you would pay the, the full price. Uh, but you, the other option is you can just upgrade and then you can take a, you know, if you pay the full price and then just put that Mark II, the old Mark II, in another ability score. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that's what I've already done. And so I've, I've actually got a few more credits. I, th- I think I am actually going to get a spell gem of remove reactivity if I can. Okay. Well, no, what I was saying uh was have both a mark three and a mark two um by just buying the the mark three but you you already had a mark two in i'm guessing that's wait strength no, what, what are you saying so it's it's when you upgrade your your personal upgrade when you go yeah. to the next tier you only pay the the difference but if you just buy a new one you can replace that upgrade and put it in another ability score and have both if you pay the full price. So you could have a, a Mark three and a Mark two in different ability scores if you wanted it instead. Oh, I, 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 I think I've misunderstood how those work. 
Okay. That's what that's what Devasha did. Devasha moved one of the um, lower marks into a, into Khan, but the bigger one in Cha. You can have a maximum of one of each of the marks. Yep, a mark one, two, and three. Correct. Devasha. Yes. So, what what was your mark two in um, Trebert? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see. Uh, then never mind. I have no money left. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you already uh, switched it over to, to something else? I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I, I, I want, I want that. So. <laughs> you want both? So, well, right, well, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's. I mean, I want, I want a uh, at least a two and a three. So yeah, my other yeah. option would be to upgrade the one to the the one to the three, uh, but then that only leaves me with like fourteen hundred credits, and that's not enough to buy a spell gem. So oh, okay, all right, all right. Did, so. Y- um, was your original personal upgrade was that in strength before or um, I think the original one was hard to say uh, looks like the my current mark one is in wisdom and my current mark two is in strength and so okay um, all right so we've we've gotten you guys upgraded and and ready for for the tasks ahead here. Um, that that morning, uh, Captain Altahasset, who I've got um, their their reference art here uh, up on the the screen, will will give you guys a briefing of a little hollow map in, in her tent, and says, you know, uh, we have uh, four squadrons. Um, thanks to your reinforcements, we're going to move up through various sections of the mountain during our our final operation here. We're going to try and neutralize as many swarm as we can along the way. We believe there are going to be pockets of resistance waiting for us dug into the mountainside. But for the most part, we have seen next to no smaller swarm components. They seem to have steered clear of this place. But trust me, this this mountain is crawling with hive lords and other larger creatures. It seems the god host only will surround themselves with their elite warriors of, of the brood. My personal cadre of, of soldiers, Midnight Squad, is going to move in and advance along with you on the southwest section of road, but it's not going to last too long. Um, the scouts left last night, and we're going to rendezvous with them as close to the entrance to the, the Temple of Hylax as we can. Do you have any questions about, about our operation? I do not have any questions, but take out as many as you can, and for each one, there's a drink on me when we're through all this. Devasho, can you afford that? No, but my husband can. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very unfortunately credit poor at the time, but uh, I've always trusted him with the finances. Devasho is the the uh, the capped husband in this uh, relationship. Uh, the, the super soldier, but... Uh, quick question. Is this the same temple that we went to in book one? It is, yes. And, it is. Uh, indeed, you've you've made the request of uh, the BBRC and of now you're good, still very much alive <laughs> uh, friend Xantos Loachwort. And as part of the requisitions, uh, he is going to be uh, brought up to the front and he you see Xantos stepping out of a, a military vehicle with a, a reinforced briefcase um, 
that is going to be chained to his wrist and uh, he'll come over and, and undo the chain and hand it over to you Zinian says a whole lot of nothing from this crystal uh, Zinnia, we, we expected a, a great deal more. It has certainly magic powers, but no properties nor anything that we were able to quantify, to study. You can have it back as, as per your request. There's not a lot that they are not giving you for this, this final push, but fat lot of good this will do you. Thank you all the same, Lochwort. That's that's a shame that there was no scientific uh value to the to the artifact but i'm glad to have it back ah look towards useless what a surprise <laughs> studying the data from the matchmaker house the corpse of the psychovox though we are uh fairly certain it was it indeed very good that you were able to stop that creature from returning to their swarm lines what, what havoc it might have caused if it had gotten away, we we just can't imagine. But at the very least, it more than likely would have been able to warn other swarm components, perhaps uh, train them on ways to fight you. Yes, I think it's becoming more and more clear that we must stop the swarm at, at every opportunity. I hope there are not any more of those cycle boxes. There are only so many hover cars. Sprouts can run into them. <laughs> Well, good luck, Midnight Squad. You're going to need it. They're giving you all the resources they can to be able to to crack the the God Host's lair. Tell me, Lochward, is there anything that you have, uh, you and the BBRC have observed of the God Host itself um, or whatever army it it is waiting with uh, that may be of use to us? Uh, We are getting immense amounts of psychic chatter uh, coming from Clutchstone Ridge. Uh, it it is, it is something to be uh, worrisome about. It, it sounds indeed like millions of the creatures there, but our, our heat seeking signatures as well as infrared and our troops on the ground are telling us there are not that many. So it is quite, quite confusing. Interesting. But it, it sounds indeed a cacophony upon Clutchstone Ridge. I wonder if they might be underground. Well, we'll certainly. We'll stay alert. Certainly there will be some there, but the, not in the numbers that the, the psychic chatter seems to, to belay. Anyway, mm-hmm. good luck. Bye forever. Thanks for letting me live in this AP. Thank you for your, thank you for your service, Lochwort. It has, it is greatly appreciated by me. Do, do not take can't it speak for the others. We must vilify a NPC in every season of the show. <laughs> it was Geralt Gnor in season one, and now it is you in season three. So a shot rings out into the air. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, a trickle of blood <laughs> runs down Santos Lutwood's forehead. Uh, what is it with my characters befriending the most hated NPC? <laughs> Uh, I don't I know, Rebecca, anything like, you want to tell us? <laughs> I let Gevilar Snore take care of my pet while I was gone. <laughs> um, uh, Alta Hass will, will finish up the briefing and, and say, you know, the ice and cold on, on the mountaintop uh, it is, means we're going to have to go on foot after the uh, first thousand feet or so. But I guess uh, no need to tell you all that. My, my briefing material says on the evacuation of Saskal and you all pulled a priest out of the temple during a dead winter? 
Sure. Yes. Well, well, you know, you know how cold and treacherous it is on on the mountaintop. Um. Uh, let's uh, let let's kick things in gear. I'm gonna get the the troops ready. Uh, we're gonna move out in in one hour. Let uh, let us go kill a god host. Let's do it. Hoorah. Uh Any last minute prep or anything you guys want to do before you you head out on ostensibly your final mission here, taking oh. out the leader of this swarm armada. We we got eight hours of rest for this, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, you've had a well better have because I would be (laughs) (laughs) You've had a couple days rest since the the dam at this point. Ah, So so double resolve points. Got it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, you're. Am I am I uh, cured of my fatigue and sickened? Did we say that? Are those just cantrips or? Uh, they're not cantrips. They are uh, <laughs> level one and two spells. But I'll, okay, but I cast but those them. have been cast. Okay, yeah, and I'll, I'll cast them once a day. So I'm just sort of marking two spells off of <laughs> my level one and level two. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for that. Sure. The um, six yeah. are handy. <laughs> yeah, they're all right. Whatever. <laughs> Every once in a while. Yeah, just just ignoring the. The effects of being uh, diseased or poisoned sometimes is you fine. Um, yeah, you do feel much better after after that place through. You can tell still perhaps that your body's like a little weakened, like, you know, maybe you've been um, exerting it uh, for, for a few days, but it doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> There's no indicators of, of pain. As you like, we took a lot of Advil or something. You know what? Yeah, everyone treat yourself. Just take a couple Advil before you head out on this hike, (laughs) Uh, along with the rest of the company. A couple dozen soldiers and specialists will all trundle into a few more brush stalkers. You can take yours. Uh, They take a large covered um, uh, truck as well and travel across and down and then back up again some windy windswept roads uh, for the better part of an hour or so until you, you start rising again to the point where you can tell that the roads are getting a bit treacherous the roads themselves disappear into small paths and then disappear in snow and rocky cliff sides at the start of this uh, column um Altahasset, uh, Captain Altahasset, will uh, will get out and say, "All right, folks, we're we're a climbing unit from from here on out. Let's let's move." You hear the soldiers kind of trundling forward, and some of them begin to turn on their environmental protections. Though there's a couple of soldiers mocking the others for switching them on. Uh, to instead, they're like, "Oh, we're going to tough out the cold." Um, when Captain Altahasset Here's as she shouts and says, everyone turn them on. Stop being damned fools. Cold up here is uh, enough to to weaken you to the point. Swarm won't even have to try to knock you down. Uh, at this point, you guys have a great deal of environmental protections. I'm guessing, does everyone want to turn yours on at this point? Yes. yes. Sure. Yeah. Oh, and I've got plus two to fort saves against cold dangers because I got <laughs> environmental clothing way back at the beginning of book one. Ah, <laughs> look at that coming in handy. Oh, look how the tables have turned. <laughs> I think I made some extreme cold at the, the mountaintop in book one that 
probably wasn't there. <laughs> but at this point, it is, you know, between zero and, and 30 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. But based, you know, every once in a while, the wind picks up and you get some, some very cold spells. But it's, you know, many months past the start of the dead winter. And for the rest of Susquehanna, it's starting to, to melt. But up here on the mountaintops, it is definitely still cold. You can see little ice crystals forming up on the extremities of your armor, maybe ends of, of barrels and, and weapons. Um, but yeah, you, you barely feel it because you guys are all <laughs> protected up. Uh, you know, you can open up your your shield visor every once in a while to get some crisp, cold air in. But uh, yeah, in in after an hour or so hike up the the mountainside, you see a huge what looks like rock slide, seemingly breaking up the way forward, um, getting up without going around it would require like rope and, and um, stakes and things like that. But with this many soldiers behind you guys, um, it looks like the only way forward is going to be to climb over these rocks and and head up. Can I fly? I guess flying is also an option, of course. Yeah. Awesome. Man, uh, we need ropes I, and I, steak? Where's that kitchen from, from season one when you need it? Uh, I assume I can ride on top of my my trusty steed. Uh, yeah, I mean it is. It'll take a little bit of time, but it's not a difficult climb over these rocks and basically like half of um, what looks like a section of the mountainside is kind of like toppled over here. Um, are you all okay moving forward at the the same time to um, yeah to continue on? Yeah. You, the soldiers will, will um, take up behind you and start climbing over the rocks as well. But um, let's see, as as you're moving over there, uh, over the rocks, I feel like um, uh, Zinnia, uh, uh, Rebecca, talk to me about your, your hive jack for a moment. Uh-oh. How close to swarm critters do you have to be? 30 feet, if I'm not mistaken. Let me pull it up. Mm-hmm. Wow. These are always great questions that I love to hear. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, 30 feet. So I can hear telepathic communication between members of the swarm within 30 feet. As you were walking up the cliff side path here after climbing down off these rocks, uh, you get a chittering sound. I think, Tress, you can maybe feel some of the rocks and the ridge above you uh, via tremor sense. Um, But uh, bursting through the rock side about 20 feet above you guys, uh, you feel there are some pretty large swarm components. I'm going to take us to a new map here and let let you see what we're dealing with as we roll into initiative order here it is two very uh, very large swarm creatures a swarm creature we haven't seen until uh, or since I should say the end of book four Uh, do you guys remember this beautiful baby Uh, I don't 
Yeah, they, no, they, they all look like bugs to me. <laughs> it's kind of locust. Well, this is new art, so I guess okay. it's not not super did, fair. Did Jabert just do a, a racist against trust and a <laughs> Um Mostly against the swarm, but also, yeah, I, more, I would say against most most fictional bugs. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, this art is I, I like a little better than the one we got in book four. But this was the swarm uh, dissolver that uh, you fought. Uh-huh. Um, mm. oh, has some very large wings, but there are two of them stepping out onto the the cliff face here. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, roll roll some initiative as they are going to just pop right out of the the cliff face. And I get plus four to this. Oh, and I rolled a natural twenty as well, so that's a thirty nine wow. on initiative. Wow! All right, what does echo? <laughs> Why don't you just roll 500, Rebecca? It doesn't matter. You're, you're on the top. You know, the thing about roll 20 that I love is that when I roll the same time someone else does and I see a 19 land on a die, but it's not my dice roll. <laughs> you, you get so excited, is. don't you? No. Echo, you almost beat me and you rolled a one and I rolled a nine. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, wait, no, he did, I beat, did me. beat you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dang it. Am I at the bottom? No! Not again! <laughs> he almost beat you in that he did beat you. <laughs> that he did beat me. I didn't maths too well right there for a second. Didn't, uh, buddy. I'm sorry. Uh, All right. Okay. I, Believe I, it or not, an operative's at the start of the initial turn order. Um, uh, Rebecca, what do you want to do here? You you sense these things coming out of their, their hiding place. Do you... Do I know what they are? Do it, can I identify them? Yeah, make me another uh, because you have fought these things before. Another uh, check. It will be a little easier. Okay. Having already identified them. So thirty-two to identify. Yeah. So um, uh, that is still only two things about them with the with the easy identify. Um, what would you like to to know or to be reminded of? Uh, do they have any energy resistances? Mm, yes. So, I mean, uh, for free, immune to acid, but they also have fire resistance 10. Ooh, that's not good yeah. for me. Um, oh, okay. And then uh, let's see. Um, do they have any special abilities? Like special attacks? Yeah, yeah. So technically, two special abilities that uh, that that could each be uh, attack um, styles. Um, one is called. Well, yeah, both are very evocative of what they do. Uh, give me a number one, one or two, and I'll tell you which one. Two. Oh, they have wings on their backs. No wind, uh, uh, fly speed, but they have an ability called Wing Gust, where as a standard action, they can rapidly beat their feet, uh, their their feet, their wings in a 30 foot cone um, and, and knock creatures prone um, if you don't make a reflex save or potentially push them about 10 feet away from the dissolver. And at this point, it's when I should probably remind the audience they are about 20 feet up above on the cliff and you guys are down below. And the opposite side of you from the dissolvers is a 150 foot drop down the mountainside. 
So nice. pr- probably the best thing you could have asked for was was that ability. And that is a indeed a 30-foot cone. Okay. Uh, what I am going to do is first pull out my uh, injector pistol. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take a shot at the one on the left to try to reduce its resistance by 10 with my genetics inhibitor. All right. So this won't be a trick attack, just a regular KC attack to, to start us off here. Go That's ahead right. and make that. Ignore the trick. Mm, trick 35 to hit. 17 on the dice. That is right. a hit. So that does eight damage and it also <laughs> reduces its fire resist by 10. So it is now not resistant to fire damage. Good. Goodness gracious. How would okay. that feel if you were just like, oh, I'm this fire resistant or whatever resistant bug, and all of a sudden, like, you hit my fire, like, oh, whoa, what is this? It burns. Dang. I think it's got to be, yeah, like screeching right now. Like, no. Or maybe, maybe you uh, just injected it with some flammable blood now. So oh, it, uh, It'll burn the insides instead of the outsides. Okay, so that is that is your turn, Sprouts Marlow. <sighs> Sixteen points down on the initiative turn order, but you're still number two miles. <laughs> um, I guess I'm gonna take a shot at the same uh the same bad ombre. Now, do you want to move it anywhere here uh, from from Echo Seven, or do you want to stay where you're at? Uh. Let's see. He is only what thirty feet away from me. Yep, twenty feet up too. Okay, move a little bit closer. Uh, okay, just shooting right up the the mountainside at him. Yeah. Okay. Well, make imagine the the closer one you're attacking that Zinnia just uh, yes just fragged as well. Are you using your new Sonic? I pistol? am. Oh boy. All right, so it's a CR seven. So I imagine the trick does not go off. Oh, but trick doesn't. But you've hit with a uh, nineteen super hits. Yeah, twenty six points of damage. Oh wow, your your pistol attack wow, did great. Uh, like more damage than your tri- your trick. That's a, I guess that's <laughs> that happens a good deal. But that is still a good amount of damage. No sonic resistance, so it takes that blast fully. But this one, the one closest to you, perhaps heard you coming because he is next in the initiative turn order. And I think is going to start climbing down the, the mountain here. And it's going to use its other special ability, uh, which is called Corrosive Jet. And is going to make an attack against the the group of you guys, um, and basically, ooh, basically, it's going to be either Trust in Devasho or Echo Seven in Devasho. So let me randomly for that. Uh, it's going to shoot right through to Trust and Devasho with a line of corrosive acid being being spit at you guys. Um, you. So uh, I roll the attack roll once and then compare it down the line to see if it continues on. So first is, is against Trest's EAC. Oh boy. Super <laughs> hit. So you guys are yeah, yeah both hit <laughs> and uh, taking some. This is actually acid and fire damage as you're squirted 
with this corrosive juice just and it catches fire and you know starts melting armor and things and heating up in your suit uh so let me let me roll that damage pretty pretty darn stinking low on 3d8 uh, that is 21 points uh so we're gonna say uh, 11 acid 10 fire and that is its entire turn as we go back down the line to Trest. Trest, you're next. Oh, boy. All right. You you foolish fool. You have you fallen into my trap. <laughs> um, let's see here. Yeah, we'll do like a something. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to try to come around. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm going to move. Move right up around on this guy. Uh, okay, so that will still provoke from this guy, even though he's kind of climbing down the, the mountain face here. Is You're he not flat-footed? Right. Uh, no, no one tricked him. Uh, he does, the, the only marker on the token is the reminder that he does, no longer has fire resistance, <laughs> basically. Uh, oh, did Zinnia's so, trick not go off? I didn't uh, trick. I was using an injection. Oh, oh, that's right. You, I forgot you were doing that. Right. Sl- slamming into a tress. Let's see if I can get some melee damage. Another super wow. hits. Jeez. All right. Now let's hang it up and come back some other time. I don't like how this has started out. <laughs> Never going to roll that 20, but 19s flow freely from the GM. Uh, that is 32 points of bludgeoning damage. All right. Great. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to attack with a sword with an S word. No. <laughs> Oh, so oh. much pity for you, sir. Oh, oh no. Three on the dice is a miss. Uh, Davasho. New book, new reroll. <laughs> uh, uh, it's actually Echo rolled higher than Davasho. Uh, yeah. Oh, you. <laughs> it's point yeah. two, 0.02 versus point 0.1. Yeah, <laughs> you, have a, you have a plus 10 to your initiative, uh, Drew. <laughs> yeah, apparently. And you roll the one? Yes. <laughs> oh, I missed that entire conversation. You guys said earlier. Uh, Echo 7. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Echo's got a uh, got an itch um, that he just can't scratch. It's an itch to his trigger finger, and uh, we we didn't talk about this at the beginning of the of the episode. But he bought a new gun, always gun, always gun. Uh, so he's got a new uh, advanced reaction cannon. Oh, oh, as I say, what, what kind of cannon is that? It's a cannon. it is a heavy weapon. It's it's penetrating damage, and it uses heavy rounds. This is basically like a, a howitzer strapped to, to your uh, your armor, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's only got a six shot capacity, so I threw a conserving fusion on there, too, because boy, <laughs> yeah. wow, probably yeah. pretty good. But uh, here we go. We're going to take three shots with this bad boy. We're not going to mess around right now. Oh, all right. Blasting away at this one against its KAC. Too many dice. Roll 20s uh, needs a second to catch up. All right. Well, six ah. on the, the first one is a mess. That is so much damage. It's six. It's, <laughs> it's six D10. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see it. All right. Well, you've conserved that shot. So the fusion has paid for itself already, I think, probably in ammunition cost. Uh, go ahead for shot second. Oh, I've already done it. It's just taken a while. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do the third, too. 
Just to why, why did he oh, break this? Oh, oh those tens. Oh, oh no. Nice. Well, bad news. The second one's also a miss, but good news. You've rolled an 18 on your third attack and you've got a hit. Uh, but also bad news. This is your lowest damage roll of the three. Yeah, <laughs> it your macros it's still 41 points of damage. <laughs> yes, and that is still the most damage that's been put on this thing so far. Uh, boy, uh, it is still up, though, and is not showing signs of slowing after that. Um, but it has taken a huge chunk out of like one of its legs and where it connects to its its abdomen and it will screech out in in pain. Devasho, we're on to you next. Oh, <clears throat> there's still one of these up on the ridge that has not acted, has not come down yet, but okay, get to go next. All right. Uh, oh, okay. I think I want to start climbing up the cliff that's just directly in front of me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that it? No, you, you need, you want to. Uh, a, a number to roll. Uh, yes, give me an athletics check, though. I imagine, but oh. your your bonus athletics only seventeen. Oh yeah, that's still enough to to clamber up there at uh, quarter speed, I believe, for at least. Um, and it's twenty feet. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to so say it's it's I, a good fifteen feet of of climbing, though. Oh, 15 feet of climbing. Okay, mm-hmm. so I need what sixty feet of movement to get to the top. Correct. Okay, no problem. I'm up at the top. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Um, so that puts you still uh, a, a ways away from these other two, but that's one move action. One move action, and second move action is going to be. Oh, what do we think? We think these things have ten foot reach, right? So I'm going to get right up here. All right, moving. Up on the ridge behind the first one that's already taken a good deal of damage and right into the range of the second dissolver as we get to its turn. And Tyler <laughs> no longer drained of, or, or Dravasho no longer drained of uh, all RP and, and SP is back in, like in full hit me mode. <laughs> um, Stop trying to hit me. Hit me. Uh, as I think this one's got to try, uh, it's got to try for a double attack on Devasho because you've gotten right within its range on the ridge. So two attacks. Rock and probably this here. Um, what is your KAC? 31. That is a 7 and a 17. That is two hits. Two slam attacks. Yeah, that's what happens when you haven't Ooh. bought armor in some time. Folks. Oh, no. That's okay. Patrick's a poor GM because he's not pulled out his calculator this episode yet, but I'm using it for for this one. I'm like, sick. This oh is going to be like gosh. 70 damage or something. Oh, my gosh. Kids at home, right in. How much damage do you think Devash is taking? Oh, it's so close. 73? <laughs> it's so close, Tyler. It's 69 points of bludgeoning oh, damage. Was... <laughs> it's the fun number. But that is two wham, wham, full slam attacks, as you all see Devasho back, back, <laughs> back to making a target of himself up on the ridge. And that is the end of turn one. Back to you, Zinnia, Rebecca. Uh, what do you want to do next? This one is now, as 
no way to stop you from shooting them yeah, with your not, not fancy laser pistol. Anymore. Darn it. All right. I'm going to take a shot. I'm going to pull out my laser pistol with my other hand and take a shot with it at the one that does not have fire resist at the moment. I imagine you'd have that pistol out already. Yeah, know, but. probably both. Uh, that's only a 21 to attack. Is that going to do it? As a miss. Miss, miss, miss. Sorry. I could re-roll that. Can no. Can your book re-roll right away? No. Oh, I'll save it. <laughs> I'll save it. Uh, we should always check back in. It looks like Tyler, Rebecca, and me have book five or book six re-rolls still. That was a two on the die. Two on the dice. And you, you think you can roll better, but then you roll one. And you're like, I hate the yeah. re-roll system. Yeah. It's broken. <laughs> um... Surprise, Marlo, on to you. All right. Um, I'm going to try to <laughs> take this guy out. <laughs> All right. One right in front of you. Defacio yeah. and Tress are on them. It's taking some damage. Trick and attack, I'm guessing. Yes, yes, yes. Trick and attack. Uh, it's a CR 20 or CR 18, but 24 on the attack. That is tricked and hit against EAC as a total of 47 points of damage. Um, And he's flat footed. Yes, you are right. For some reason, I was like, that's 57. But uh, oh, I mean, if you want to give me an extra 10, I'm I'm, 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 I double check when you say a lower number (laughs) uh, for for certain. uh, And he is going to be flat footed. Uh, Not only that, he is going to be bloodied after that blast sonically, you know, resonates a few chitinous plates off of its backside. And you see goo flying out from where you've shot him with your new pistol here. Uh, flat-footed as well. As we go on to its turn, and oh, nobody's fun and <laughs> just hanging out next to the cliff face. So the wingus probably out. But I have a couple of targets close by with the slam attack with either Trest or Devasho. Hmm. As much as I like dissolving people in a swarm of goo. Um, let's make some slam attacks against Trest here. We're going to do another couple of attacks just like the Vasha got. And two good rolls too. I'm guessing, what, what's your KAC? Uh, 31. Same. So similar to Tyler, and that is going to be two hits. Two hits. Shlambo. Welcome to the get. Oh, oh, that was almost max damage on the one of them. I think we're taking a little more than 69 this time around. Mm-hmm. Uh, 76 points of damage from these two. Just womp womp. Um, this one is very weak, though, as we go to your turn. That's right in front of a trest. All right. Mm. I'm going to. Uh, it is uh, flat-footed already. Yeah. Mm. I'm just going to make two attacks. Trading blows. Trading licks. What a brave man. Mm. Mm. That's why we make two. Oh, <laughs> another two on the attack rolls. Thank you guys for giving me all the good dice tonight. 
Yeah, who handed him the Omega? Oh, no. 30 to hit. That one is a hit. Yeah, 39 oh. points of damage. Slashing damage, no reduction there. It is still up as we go to Echo 7 to your turn, Drew. We've got, you've got five shots left. We're all counting <laughs> now because it's super easy. Yeah. So I'm going to take. Oh, you got to know Drew's going to pull that whole like. <laughs> In all this confusion, I forgot myself. <laughs> <laughs> if only we recorded these. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I I want to take three more shots. Can I, if I down this one, spend the remaining shots on the other one? Uh, no. <laughs> yes, but no. <laughs> uh, technically, uh, you can, you know, designate these shots like as you as you go. But um, I will say if you, uh, if, you know, call like if you down it after the first, you can throw the other ones at this guy uh, behind it. But you're, you're kind of firing them all at the same time. You have to think so at the very least, it might be a little more difficult to hit this one further away and behind its buddy, if that makes sense. All right. Here's shot number one. I'm going to go ahead and do all three because conserving fusion. And yes, you missed. So it's probably good that you're here using those shots. Still five rounds left. Oh, there's a super oh. hit or close enough. Uh, 31 in total is a hit. How much damage is this? Oh, this 46 is points of damage. All right. That is enough to down this one. It's just going to topple down the hill. It's kind of clinging on for for dear life in the the cliff face here uh you can make uh, the the last blast against the the one that's not been hit yet but mind you this this will be a little bit more difficult do it i don't even want to know what a critical hit with this weapon will look like mm. yeah this is only a nine on the dice and that is going to be a miss uh, yeah critical hits on the this one's going to be a little scary <laughs> uh, it's going to be i mean it's easily going to be over 100 damage it's all right bonkers two rounds down <laughs> as we move on to devasho your turn you're up here with this Let's- second dissolver yeah, let's just align the shield and punch him in the face. Move action align, standard action attack. Wow, great roll, Tyler. You're just the best. Yeah. So good. Our, like, you fourth were, natural two. This you is, were born to play this game. I'm, feel, I'm feeling bad for you guys. <laughs> Tyler, did you want to do something this entire episode? <laughs> no, I really did. I just wanted to climb this cliff. Oh, you then, wanted to be the punching bag, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I really just wanted to have to spend an RP again right out the gate if i could <laughs> so please double attack me and get through i have um 42 sp left so i need to do at least that much i want to dissolve people because it's easier to hit eac but you hit my kac with a seven calm down son there's it's like the only i don't even think because you guys are different levels i can hit two people without uh moving kind of backwards or climbing ups mm. yeah i think he's gonna try to make two attacks against a uh, devasho you're right there in its face punch the immediate threat that is and you tried you tried to attack it if you did fail but you tried and that's what it counts all right here we go <laughs> all right i hope my shiny shield thwarts your 
terrible. Oh, no. Ooh, 12 and a 6. We know that's two hits. Let me roll this damage up. Ooh, another, there's another good one. Oh, there's, a, there's a bad one. <laughs> this might be the exact same amount of damage did last time. Oh, very close. 67 points damage this time. We're getting down into a little HP damage now. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you take half of that HP damage. Oh, you still got a uh, lifelink up. Yeah, that's like that's up like permanently now. Oh, my HP damage. So Oakley, I'll take Oakley. 13. Uh, turn three, we're back to you, Zinnia. Hey, Zinnia is going to fly a little bit closer, get within 30 feet of this thing. Yeah. Um, and take a shot with my parallax pistol. I know that it's not going to do a lot of damage, but. Yes, this one still has all I got. the resistance up. Yep. All right, that's a 28 to attack and a CR 20, 22 or lower on the trick. Tricked and hit. All right, so that would normally be 47 damage total. But taking off a 10 off the top there, it still very much hurts this thing. You can see a, 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 a bolt hole of uh, where your laser burnt through it, its chitin, but maybe maybe it's sealed up right after. It's not a gushing wound um, from that attack. Uh, what, uh, I meant to do this at the beginning of combat, we, we always forget. Can you make me a, a will save for, for your hive jack for this is a, the first swarm encounter of a new day? Yeah. Yeah, I hate these. <laughs> it's a 28 doesn't matter if you roll rocks like Rebecca. Awesome. Uh, Sprouts Marlowe. All right. So Sprouts is going to target this little gentleman and move a little bit further down right in front of old Zinnia. Mm-hmm. And he's going to take a shot with his shiny new pistol. Uh, CR 15 and a 33 to hit. Tricked and hit. Yes. Awesome. So oh. it's flat footed and it gets uh, 44 points of damage. Oh, I, I guess I should have asked Rebecca, what did you want to do for your trick? Uh, let me bleed it. These things are weak to bleeds. Okay. So it's bleeding. Flat footed. It's bleeding. It's at the bottom of the turn order. And I'm sorry. Let's get dangerous. <laughs> How much damage did you do? Uh, 44 points of damage. Ooh, okay. All right. Uh, Trest, we are back to you. Hello. Hmm. No, I don't think I'd be able to get up there. I mean, I could fly. Where's the fun? You in can that? fly. I can fly. Also, I'm already in HP damage. So, um, oh, oh boy, blow him up. Um, whatever, I'll fly up. It's fine. All right, getting right up on this guy's grill. Uh, that will not provoke because it's flat-footed. So, oh uh, yeah, single attack. Yeah, thirty-five oh, to hit. Another big one hit, and how much damage? Thirty-six. Okay. Well, we have the calculator, Patrick. It's okay. Uh, I can tell you, though, easily that is going to be enough to bloody this second one to see rivulets of bug goo pouring from its now its three wounds. And we're back to the heavy weapon specialist down the, the mountainside at this point. Um, 
is it uh, are you just gonna three attack until you run out of ammo drew just every yes <laughs> yes i am go right ahead sir this I, I love this new gun it is so nice even with the minus <laughs> six it is the biggest gun i think we've seen on the show Ooh. I'm not gonna do it with that one. Ooh, five on the dice. A conserved fusion miss. Still four rounds. Still, still four in the chamber, baby. <laughs> you shot seven rounds so far of this combat, but only used two. Go right ahead. Chop those seconds. Oh, I've I've shot two and three. So, oh, even worse on number two. <sighs> but if if history repeats itself your third attack will hit and you'll you'll do damage with it right is that what happened in the last two rounds yeah <laughs> yeah there there it is, go. baby super hit 19 <laughs> on the dice and the highest damage i think you've done outside of a crit so far this campaign right uh pretty close 56 points of damage okay oh it is still up, but you've blasted off one of its four legs a wing is completely destroyed is that cannon shot rings through the mountains um there's bullets raining past you guys from the the soldiers down the mountain but they're you know very small caliber rounds just bouncing off this thing but your howitzer the reaction cannon has put a little dent in it uh drew um Devosho, we're on to you. Uh, you have the... Um, 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 make me a reflex save. Supernova. Okay. All right. Here we go. Supernova. Natural two on uh, the reflex. Not its best. Not its worst save. Oh, wow. I did not roll well on 13d6. <laughs> uh, uh, might be enough, though. Before DR. What is oh, the yeah, DR? Energy resistance. DC for the reflex save. The DC is uh, 23. Uh, even with its resistance, that is enough to blast this thing yeah. uh, right across the cliff face here, uh, smearing it uh, into this little cubby hole where it was hiding out. And uh, we are we are out of combat. You guys hear shouts and and um, the the rest of the FDS uh, FDS uh, troops behind you cheering as you've taken out definitely something that could probably take on the entire group of soldiers behind you pretty handily, especially with those line jet weapons. Two swarm dissolvers. We are out of combat. I'm gonna need ten minutes, okay? Uh, Echo's gonna take that ten minutes to reload. Oh, who got the? Fudge. Oh, <laughs> what? I forgot battle leader. Who? Oh, who got that kill? I got that last kill, so I can't. I would, but I forgot about the first one. Who killed the first creature? I did. Oh well, then you don't get anything. Other than the other than the satisfaction of a job well done. Yeah, right. I mean, you don't need anything, right? You didn't take anything. No, I no. I think yeah. I only beat up on the, your your mainline characters, Trest and Devasho, this combat, and I apologize for I that. But <laughs> that first still, it, is all it still sucks because we miss out on some on some damage. I can always buff our damage. So, oops. Do, do each of you guys want to take a ten and and burn an RP here? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, uh, I figured I'd just go up the mountain with no SP at all. Yeah, I figured I'd just go up the mountain in HP damage. <laughs> hey, that's that's called the Debacho special. Yeah. How much point. damage did I take? Do y'all want a serum or? I've got uh, I took ten points of HP damage. I took. Dang. You should have taken the same as me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but why didn't I put it down correctly? What the heck am I? I mean, I think you took what twelve. That sounds right. Yeah. So no, I, I I think we're okay for now. The next time we dip okay. into HP damage, we'll need. Yeah, that. the next time I, I burn through my SP, I'll, I'll I'll probably want some healing. But um, right. So so after your rest, the rest of the SCF behind you, Captain Altahasset will will catch up and uh, basically stand sentinel, stand guard duty as you guys are reloading and collecting yourself, uh, tending to the wounds. And once you're ready to head back out, it's only about a. Well, does it, actually, does anybody have any? Uh, 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 does anybody have any medicine skill? Uh, I do. I do too. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe a treat deadly wounds. Okay. Not a bad bad place to to spend some time. Um, yeah. Remind me how for... I do that. Do I have to call a DC that I'm going for? It's a uh, no. So in this one, it's based off of the whatever med kit we have, which I think we have an advanced one. I have an right advanced now. one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So DC twenty, I think. Okay. Well, yeah. I auto succeed then. Uh, right, but if you beat it by five or more, then you. Oh, okay. Get to add your intelligence modifier. That's Do a you... thirty. Oh, okay. Auto. Yeah. <laughs> so your intelligence modifier plus uh twelve. Your yeah, level. Okay. That's okay. So then that, then that actually that 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 gets me back up to full HP. <laughs> Whee. Yeah, my int mod is five. It's that matters. right. Seventeen HP back. Um, right. So re- ready to head on after after healing up. Uh, you guys can continue up the ridge for another forty five minutes or so, and eventually, it seems like dark clouds seem to be forming around the top of Clutchstone Ridge, all around the Jurdos Mountains. Uh, a storm system moving through. Um, and eventually you, you get towards the top and see a lot of ruins, dead trees, uh, ice up here, and very similar uh, to when you've seen it last. The, the temple ahead, recognizable by its black stone walls, the front that resembles an enormous insect's head, and you know this crazy structure behind it. The strange and disgusting, disgusting addition to the the Temple of Hylax, which is a bulbous dome of moist yellowish resin that seems to almost pulsate in in parts and sections, um, more than two hundred feet high, that seems to pierce the the clouds above the the mountains, and it, it seems like it's almost trying to engulf the the temple head. Um, organic looking tubes kind of jut upward from the shining mass like um, chimneys in places uh, that they seem to uh, pucker uh, irregularly and, and kind of shudder with a disturbing psychic resonance as you as you get closer and as you you form up as a squad and get ready to to face this this building that is has been some time since you've you've last entered and this now unholy place the indeed skies 
open up for a moment. There's a blast of light seemingly coming from above, but you realize instead there's a light shining from this swarm structure into the heavens above a, a dark purplish greasy looking light. And in your minds, you hear the scream of a thousand swarm creatures all at once shouting into your minds, uh, to be continued. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We got a couple more uh, episodes left. Uh, they don't say to be continued. They say, oh, welcome to level 13. Oh, snap. Oh, my gosh. I was not expecting <laughs> You guys, you guys get to be level 13 the rest of the campaign. Yeah. New abilities. Uh, it was we're very close to almost doing it last week, but I didn't want to give you a ton of homework and buying a whole bunch of stuff and leveling up at the same time. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first was, time, but yeah, it's like True. I mean, the end of every book, usually it's like, here you go. <laughs> get ready for book two or whatever. Um, but yes, I will say there's some some troubles, some troubling times ahead. So prepare and uh, get ready for whatever is in this this uh, swarm layer. But that's going to do it for us uh, this week, guys. Thanks for playing with me. Thank, Thank you, you, Patrick. Patrick. And listeners, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on Cosmic Crit. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Later. Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.